The KU Catholic Podcast is a ministry of the St. Lawrence Catholic Campus Center located at the University of Kansas. Join us each week as Father Mitchell Zimmerman shares his heart and vision for the church to the KU campus. One of the great privileges I have as a priest is to prepare couples for the sacrament of marriage. And I pray that one day I'll have the chance to prepare many of you in this chapel tonight for the sacrament of marriage. Marriage is probably the hardest thing that you will attempt to do in your life, a disciple of Jesus. But I don't want you to be scared. I want you to look forward if the Lord calls you to that wonderful vocation and start even now, hopefully you have started, but intensify, prepare your mind and your heart and your body for this tremendous vocation. As your church, as your family, as your mother, we want you to have an amazing marriage if you're called to that. And so the church asks everybody who approaches the church for the sacrament to go through an extensive preparation. And one of the parts of that preparation is a prenuptial interview. You say, now, isn't that what lawyers do to make sure somebody doesn't steal money from the other person when they leave the marriage too soon? Well, that's probably the first thing that comes to our mind when we think of a prenup. But no, when the church does a prenuptial interview, she's basically going through the same process that Jesus went through and seeing if we had what it takes to be his disciples. In the prenuptial interview, well, it actually starts off very easily. The church makes sure that you're not related to the person that you're going to marry or that you're not secretly a priest or a nun and trying to get out of it. So the questions start easy, but then they get harder a lot faster. The church goes on to say, are you sure you are in a good place, that you're able to give your life away to another person in marriage? Are you healthy in body, in mind, and in spirit, and your emotions, your heart? Are you healthy enough to make that kind of gift? The church will ask you, have you maturely reflected upon what you're about to do? Have you really thought about it all the way through into the end, what the responsibilities of marriage really are? And have you prepared your mind, heart, and body? Have you judged yourself ready and worthy to enter into this great sacrament? And I'll go ahead and add my own questions uh, on top of the ones that the church asks. I'll ask couples, hey, do you have any skeletons in your closet? <laughs> Is there anything that you haven't been honest with your future spouse that if they find out later on, it's gonna wreck this whole thing? The church is gonna ask, are there any special circumstances in your life that are gonna affect your freedom in entering into this important responsibility? Again, the church isn't trying to scare you, but the church is trying to make sure you're all in, and you have to be all in. If you're gonna have any chance to have the resources to make it to the finish line, as Jesus is talking about in the gospel, if you're gonna fulfill the responsibility of marriage, you have to be all in, you have to be able to make a gift of yourself. And so that's what the church is investigating before you approach the altar. Jesus is talking to us in today's gospel as his disciples, but also as his bride, the church. You know, marriage is probably gonna be the most difficult thing that you attempt except for to live up to what Jesus is asking for in the gospel today. That prenuptial interview, Jesus is speaking to us, his potential bride, the church. He wants to be married to us even more intimately and perfectly than a man or woman can be married to each other. And so Jesus 
does a prenuptial interview. He said, hey, before we launch this project of you being my disciple, and we go for this fullness of life, that we go for a love that's stronger than death, that we get married in such a way that it's not until death do us part, but actually it's when we lay hold of life that lies on the other side of the cross, on the other side of death. Jesus asked us some very big questions in the prenuptial interview. And Jesus is asking us for a very exclusive place in our life, in our mind, in our heart, in our body, and in our soul. Jesus says, do you want to be married to me? Do you want to be my disciple? Because Jesus says, if we're going to do the most inclusive thing that the world has ever seen, if we're going to redeem the world from the inside out, if we're going to lay hold of a love that's stronger than death, if we're going to start this project in which we say not, nothing is going to tear us apart, nothing is going to tear us apart, even beyond death, even getting over the fear of death, Jesus says, here's a prenuptial interview. Is there anybody in your life that's taking the place that I want to take in your life? Have you come to me with hating your father and mother, brothers and sister, wife and children? Are you willing to follow me even at the cost of your own life? Are you willing to take up your cross and follow me? And Jesus ends by saying, oh yeah, your possessions, you have to completely be detached from all of those. That's the prenuptial interview. If you're not able to say yes to all of those questions, then don't come up for communion today. Because Jesus wants to be married to us in such a perfect way that it's going to last. That we don't make the mistake of this gospel, we restart something that we can't finish, and we end up getting killed or getting laughed at because we thought we had what it took to be Jesus' disciples, but then it got too hard, we had to settle, we had to quit. Now, of course, we know the truth of what Jesus is saying. He has to say the most exclusive things that have ever been spoken in human history before he can include us in this mission as his disciples. Just like a man and woman, they have to say very exclusive things to each other. I choose you over everybody else. I let you have an exclusive part of my mind, my heart, my soul, and my body, exclusive for you so that we can be strong enough to overcome every obstacle. It'd be really silly, right? We would laugh at a couple if they came into this sanctuary where Jesus marries his bride, the church, where Jesus says, this is my body broken for you, my blood poured out for you. I give you everything that I have and all that I am. I love you more than I love myself. I love your will more than I love my own will. If a couple came up into here and said, I kind of like you, and I'm going to give myself to you insofar as it's not too hard for me, and I'm going to stay married to you as long as we're wealthy, and as long as you don't ever get sick, and as long as everybody likes us and everything goes to plan, then we'll stay married. Well, we would laugh. Like, well, I hope you get that blessing, but your wedding's probably not going to make it. Jesus does us the favor of saying the same thing. Unless I have an exclusive claim in your heart, your mind, your soul, and your body, unless you give me that, what I'm willing to give to you, my bride, unless you're willing to give that, unless you're willing to be detached from all your possessions, unless you're willing to 
even give your own life and take up your cross and follow me, you cannot be my disciple. It's not gonna work. We're not gonna make it to the end. There's too many things that are gonna try to pull us apart. And unless we're willing to give that, it's the only way that we're gonna stay together. Our pivotal question for this week is, what do I spend too little on? Implicit in today's gospel is that we don't have the resources to finish this hardest thing that we can ever do in our life, which is to be Jesus' disciple. Why do we wanna be his disciples? Because he alone can shepherd us across the waters of death to eternal life. He can show us how our life truly begins once we know who we are and whose we are, what we're made for and what we're willing to die for. He offers a kind of life that nobody else can offer. He calls it eternal. And when we become married to him as his bride, the church, he says, whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood, whoever becomes intimately united with me in the Eucharist, even more intimately than a man or woman can physically unite with each other, that's what happens when we eat his body and drink his blood. He says, whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood will never die. That's why we wanna be his disciples. We wanna be married to him because he offers that to those who have the courage to follow him. But implicit in the gospel is we don't have the resources to commit to that. So what do we spend too little on? Too little of our time, too little of our money. Well, I can say easily that I spend way too much, way too little of my time or money on guidance. There are many, many times in my life saying, you know what, I think I can will my way to holiness I think I can figure it out on my own. I got this, don't worry about me, I'll figure it out. But whenever I do that, I end up getting killed and people end up laughing at me. Because like many projects in our life, we start so many things, but we don't have the resources to finish to keep going when the going gets tough. What do we spend too little on? Too little of our time, too little of our money, I spend too little of my time and money on people who can really help me. I try to go it alone too much. I need to spend more time with my spiritual director. I need to spend more time with my confessor who can really help me. I need to tell all of my friends, hey, I'm serious about being a disciple. Help me. Tell me how I can be better. I need to tell my small group that I journey in faith with. Guys, hold me accountable to being a real disciple. I need to look at people who are way smarter than me, who have more experience than me, and I have to say, teach me. I have to pray more and say, Lord, I'm listening. I need your help. I can't be a disciple on my own. I don't have the resources to finish. What do you spend too little time and money on? My dear friends, we have the here at St. Lawrence, we have this year together. God has given us this year as a gift. What are we gonna do with the gift? The resources that I need to finish this race, a lot of them are in this room today. A lot of them are all of you who can pray for me, encourage me, hold me accountable to being the disciple that I'm, I was meant to be. That's why God has given us to each other. And so I invite you guys to spend a little bit more time and money if you have to on being a disciple, finding the resources that you need here at St. Lawrence to be that disciple that you were created to be. 
and to lay hold of this life that Jesus alone can offer to us. So for you, if that means going on retreat this year, going to a conference and learning your faith, going to a seminar here, joining a small group, allowing a focused missionary to disciple you, finding a spiritual director, going to confession more, being more committed to your prayer, whatever it means, find those resources so that we can finish, so we don't get killed, so we don't settle, so we don't quit, so people don't laugh at us, so that we can be real disciples. It's a tough prenuptial interview that Jesus gives to us today, but it's because he wants our marriage to last. And so, what do you spend too little on? Thanks for listening to the KU Catholic Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this homily. Tune in next week for another episode. For more information about St. Lawrence Catholic Campus Center and what we offer, please go to kucatholic.org or come and visit our campus. We'd love to show you around.